It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, welcome back to part two of a really special podcast with Angel Periscavich and Missy Elliott. Like we said last week, this was such a, a meaty um podcast that we just didn't want to squish it all into one. We're going to jump right back in into part two of this amazing relationship, mother-daughter in our month of moms in our lives. So here we go. We're going to jump right back in. When it comes to communicating with my kids, they always say, we never have to worry about what mom's thinking because she always tells us what she's thinking. Yes, (laughs) I do. I do. I do. You know, I don't have a problem with them telling me that I'm wrong or, you know, I don't have to always be right. But if I do know something and it's a good thing for them, I want them to know it. You know, I, I want to just share life with the kids. Yep. Yep. It it wasn't really um, a lot of difference raising like Lemissy actually, because like she said, um, she was a girl and he was a boy and it was easy to, you know, yeah, just yeah. have one boy and one girl. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And, and also, um, I think, I think that God just took such a, a desperate time of our life that made it into such a good time mm-hmm. that we grew quickly together and uh, it was just easy to share with them and, and, and just live life together. I do recall um, this one time when Missy Missy was really little and um, she, was it a bad dream or something she had? I I don't remember what the cause of it was, but it only happened this one time, but my mom's kind of changed because of it. She, it was, I think she was fearful about something, but she wasn't telling us and she was crying and it really broke my husband's heart. And he just is like, you know, what do we do? And mm-hmm. he just took her in his arms, you know, and he said, honey, you've got to talk to us. You can't hold things in. When you mm-hmm. hold things in, it becomes like a big magnifying mm-hmm. glass and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. So you can trust daddy, mommy, and, and you can talk it out with us, mm-hmm. you know, and through that, I learned something that I was holding in a lot for years, you know, for years and years. And, and we really do need people that we can talk it out with, you know, and just live life with it. They'll tell us the truth, no matter what the truth might be. They'll tell us the truth because once it's out and you start talking about something, you just get better. That's right. Uh, also, one other thing. It was in the 1980s, you know, as my kids were growing up and Growing Pains was on. And uh, during Growing Pains, that was a pretty nice family show, you would think. But what we noticed was the the brothers and sisters were sister were calling each other names like stupid and fat and ugly. You know, people would push and shove each other. And the audience was laughing about that. Well, to me, that wasn't funny. Mm. I didn't want my kids to grow up like that. I, words hurt. And maybe because mm. I've been hurt by words, that maybe that's why, you know, I'm so sensitive to it. But we did, you know, stress to the kids, you know, they're laughing at this, but this isn't funny. Mm. So we actually stopped watching programs like that. 
we tried sowing good seeds into the kids, you know, whatever we learned that was good, we'd stress on it, you know, and want to know more and we'd share it with them. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Missy, what's yeah. your, uh, what's your uh, take on this? Well, one thing I do know, we talked a lot about growing up because of sort of a lot of things we went through when I was young was um, our future mates and our families that were to come to the point where Ma started fasting every Thursday morning for our husbands and wife to mm-hmm. husband and wife to come. Um, and then when Stan and I got engaged, we started, we did the same and now my kids. And so as we raised the kids on Thursday mornings, when we had our devotional time, they knew Hey, we're praying for your future families, you know, wow. Thursday mornings came. Wow. So it kind of, you know, piggybacked yeah. off of that. But um, that, that then opened the door to, again, be transparent and tell them, this is why it's so important because God saved us. Right. And it reminded them of their foundation. And, um, and, you know, then it, it that leads into like talking about mistakes and how we all do make mistakes, but God redeems and, you know, so it, it kind of always trickles down, but in our family, um, talking, you know, again, we have three girls and a boy, so we do, we do a lot of talking in lots of different, different ways. And as I was thinking about this, I was kind of breaking it down in my head. Like, why, why do we like, what is the purpose? And I think it goes back to you talk because it builds trust and it gives you access to each other's hearts. You know, um, I think the way that we do it. So how, how we talk to each other, it depends on their ages. It depends on the gender, but really more for me, it depends on their personalities because some of my kids at very, very little ages, they could talk like really advanced in topics and some like they just, they don't need to talk a lot, you know, but, but, but as a mom, I realized they do, you need to pull it out. You just can't, can't force that, you know? And I think as a mom, like we love so big and we want our kids to shine so bright that when we see something like a behavior that we don't like or like something we just want to like pry their head open mm-hmm. and get in there and like start with a flashlight like let's see what's malfunctioning yes, you know let's talk yes. about it let's talk about it and for me I just need so much patience like so many times in the middle of conversations where I'm about to have a conversation with my kids and I'm, I'm about to go in the room and God's like yeah pause like don't go mm-hmm. in slow to speak quick to listen slow to mm-hmm. you know slow to become angry and <laughs> It's like, but I know what they need to hear. And God's like, yeah, I know better. You know, let, mm-hmm. let me tenderize their heart before you get in there. And he it like, he amazes me so often that before we have to have some big conversation, they'll, they'll already be on the same page. So that part for me, like in talking with them, I just need to be a better listener often mm-hmm. um, because what we need to talk about is changing. You know, just like when they're little, you're often just talking about, teaching them things like, yeah. look at the yeah. sky, it's blue. Look at the grid, you know, yeah. as they're getting older now, it's like, oh my gosh, our conversations are getting more advanced. It's my brain power, you know, like yeah. I in for these <laughs> big decision-making times and all of this. So um, that, and, and sort of just making sure when they're ready to talk has to be a time when they, they feel safe too. Right. They not, they don't feel judged. They feel like, and that sometimes a lot of times it requires me to stay up a lot later than I want to stay up because Mm -hmm. they're coming home later from things. And that's when they're ready to kind of like download, like, guess what? But so I really have to like keep my light on in my bedroom. Like I'm awake, I'm available, you know, and kind of have to balance that out. Um, 
So, you know, like where it takes place, our conversations are, it's all over, but again, sort of natural spaces like the kitchen when I'm cleaning up or Dan heard this great thing one time, you know, when your kids are talking, kind of like just you're, you're stirring spaghetti, you know, and just keep stirring, keep mm. stirring, just listen, you yeah. listen, keep stirring, yeah, you know, so good. as you're cleaning up, um, as you're cooking together, which we do a lot of, um, we do a lot of driving together in the carts. My guys play travel soccer all over the world. So we're, we're in the car together a lot. And not all that time is talking because I have, mm. I'm realizing like they really, they, they have to process a lot of times. Like they come out of practice. They're not ready to, to talk with me. So a lot of times, well, you know, when they're younger, we turn Adventures and Odyssey on, or I put in a podcast now where we listen to books on audio and we just listen. Literally, we might say a couple words, but God is so cool. And how, what we listen to that day often will spur on a conversation later on. Yeah. And it's based on just that time we got to spend together. Yeah. So, you know, whatever we're talking about in my opinion, it's, it's helping them to open their hearts knowing that I can be safe, you know? Amen. That's right. You know, you mentioned uh, the amount of travel and you guys are certainly, uh, you've put a million miles on your cars. So (laughs) this talking is going into travel, but what is, what's the importance of traveling and building some of those uh, memories together, keeping of those traditions? What does that T word of travel mean to you guys? Yeah. So going back to to driving a lot, um, the, I, we were driving home from a soccer game the other day and we happened to have three out of the four kids in our car, which is rare these days. But I asked them, what is, what are some of your like favorite meals that we've cooked over the years? And, um, that kind of reminded me of traditions of, of our travel. We often take trips to kind of, you know, remote little VRBOs or Airbnbs or things. And, their favorite meals by and large weren't necessarily the ones we went out for. It was ones that we had to go on adventures to find. So mm-hmm. like, you know, we just went to this little Island and we get there and it's like a third world country without us knowing. And they have a tiny grocery store and no bread for my growing 16 year old boy who eats like a loaf a day. Someplace, you know? <laughs> and so thank God they had a bag of flour and yeast. And so my Micah can, jump in and make bread every day for her mother. And Michaela <laughs> had to swirl away, you know, uh, a bag of beans and rice from before we even got on the plane. So in the suitcases, you know, so they're ready. So just stuff, fun stuff like that. That's great. That's great. Has become like our stories, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I've also found a lot of quality time in the car with both the, uh, as a parent and a grandparent. I find that I not only like love my kids, I like my kids. I like mm-hmm. my kids. I like my grandkids. I love, I, I have a hard time even saying that Dan and Catherine are in-law kids because I like, I like and love them as well. You know, I like family. I, I, it's, it's just, uh, our family time has always been extremely important to, to both me and my husband. And as a family, it served us well to know uh, what it's like to have little and what it's like to have a lot. Mm, mm. So uh, we worked hard together, in our, both in our homes and, and in our business. And God taught us the importance of tithing and uh, being a good steward. And he taught us to be happy where we were on the way to where we're going. So the joy of the Lord really is our strength. Um, you know, as a family, um, we, we built 
this house that I'm in right now, mm-hmm. you know, together, you know, everything that we could possibly do physically, we did. Um, we even dug a hole in the backyard and called it a pond. And that's where the kids played. Now it's a mm-hmm. nice pond, but it didn't start off that big. So I've also spent a lot of quality time in the car as both a parent and a grandparent. I not only love our kids, I like each one of them. Our family time has always been extremely important to both my husband and me. As a family, it serves us well to know what it's like to have little and also later to have much. We worked hard together, both in the homes and in our business. God taught us the importance of tithing, being a good steward. He taught us to be happy where we were on the way to where we're going. And the joy of the Lord was always our strength. We built a house and dug a pond in the backyard as a place for the kids to play. We always found Christian parks and events that were fun with good teachings and good food that we could all enjoy together. We we did March for Life and Jesus rallies in Washington, D.C. And we also learned how to ski along with the kids. I didn't do it very well, but... I carried my skis. (laughs) You looked really cute. I had good clothes. (laughs) And we would travel to some amazing places. We did have wonderful times together. God blessed us throughout the years with resources to boat together and eventually build a home close to the beach with intentions of having a place where entire family could gather together regularly. As the grandchildren started to come along, and one car was no longer big enough to hold the whole family. We would take trips, but we would rent a van just so no one felt excluded. We always wanted everybody to feel that they were part, that they were loved, and nobody was left out, that we didn't have to pick Mrs. Carr one time and then Michael's car the last time. It's just all fun to be together. So we mm. really, really stressed that we were going to do that as a family, and we did. Mm. Mm. That is so beautiful. And I I love, you know, our listeners can't see that we are on Zoom right now. And so we can see each other and Angel and Missy, you're in the same room together. Deb and I are separated, but the final T is tag team. And I think that's a really cool place for us to start to wind down today because um, I'm seeing you guys tag team, right? It's Angel's turn and then it's Missy's turn. And I'm seeing you talk to each other through this. So aside from tag teaming on this podcast episode today, um, it really is an interesting concept when it comes to mothering. And I think it can go so many different ways, especially, honestly, I'm a grandmother now. As we go into grandparenting stage, I'm learning what tag teaming is all about. What does tag team mean to you guys um, when it comes to parenting, grandparenting, that kind of thing? And I'm game for whoever would like to start first. (laughs) Okay, I'll start. (laughs) Uh, I believe because of our commitment to prayer, Mm. our life really hasn't changed much at all. Even all through the college years, uh, Missy and I spoke every day, right? (laughs) We shared life together and we prayed about everything. Mm. When Missy became a psychology professor, we just found more things to pray about. Mm. I don't think a morning goes by still that Missy doesn't send me a podcast or a song. (laughs) And we're always on the phone praying about some issue or processing something with the kids. (laughs) Tag teaming has extended now that Missy has uh, kids and I'm happy to say that all my grandchildren include me as well into their lives. Uh, Being in the car or in my home, 
with just one or eight of my kids. It's just wonderful. I, I center my life around them. And I center talking about Jesus around them. We love each other a lot. We, we like to eat a lot. We yeah. like to share a lot. We like to laugh a lot. You know, we even like to dance yes. a lot. Every Aww. one of my grandchildren have to take dancing lessons mm-hmm. from me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a good dancer. <laughs> yes, you are. But I love to dance. I love to dance. And they learn to jitterbug and they learn to slow dance in case they go to a dance, you know, <laughs> But, awesome. you know, just the little things like that are important to me. I mean, I have extra chairs, lazy boy chairs. Just because I don't want anybody to be left out. I want everybody to have a place. I have robes for all the kids to wear when they come over. I have a blanket for each one of them. Nobody cooks in my house and nobody has to get up from watching TV or do whatever they're doing. Because me. (laughs) 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 Girls do help. But, you know, when I have the kids, I have the kids and like I zone in on them. Even to the point that they they return the love to me because as the owner of our business, I've been the bookkeeper all these years. Mm-hmm. So I do bookkeeping out of the house and they all want to help me with the bookkeeping. And each one of them someday would love to have my job. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, God has just been good. He's just been very, very good. That's yeah. Awesome. I mean, as you can probably hear, it's very easy to tag team with my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and she and my dad have always really been so respectful of Dan and I as well. They've never, they're very aware and don't intrude on sort of our territory, which makes them make some days like I would, we'd have to like beg them, like, please come and help, you know, like tell us yeah. what you're really thinking that like yeah. they're always around, but they really always wait until we ask them, which, mm-hmm. you know, just super respectful, um, you know, tag teaming with Ma again being easy because her heart is always for us it's Mm -hmm. always for jesus and her heart is always for us i think getting saved together 42 years ago you know um by the grace of god we've continued in our in our faith together just you know when we were little and we would be driving to school praying again for our future and the song that we always would sing on the way to school was i had decided to follow jesus and, you know, right after we got saved, we would sing that we were like, we were so excited. Yes. Doing the hand motions in the car. And, mm. you know, but not only that, but we learned too before my, cause my dad got saved a couple of years after us, we would prophetically sing it over him too. We would sing, yes. dad has wow. decided to follow Jesus. Yes. And we would mm-hmm. sing that we would. We had tambourines in our hand, I think, every day. Like yeah, we yeah. we would have our tambourines and we would march around the house doing Jericho marches, you know, and we were always tag teaming in the kingdom. That is that the most important piece of it. And that's what I had kids. I was so excited to raise my kids because I wanted my kids to fight the battles with us too. You yes. know, not not just have to prove that. I've, you know, we need Ma to fight with us, and I need my kids to fight with us. Yes. And you have this cohort. We have you guys, Deb and Laura. You like you gather around. Yes. You you grab your tambourines together, and that to me is tag teaming. You know, being very Amen. intentional. Um, without you know, again, yeah, we do. We talk all the time. We share rhema words together. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we keep that keeps our family united. I think mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, we realize it requires sharing prayer requests. 
having bold, hard, hard conversations sometimes. We do not always get along, believe it or not. We really don't, <laughs> but we're willing to have those because again, we, we have the trust of each other. So um, it's, it's a beautiful gift, honestly, to even be talking about this because this is life where we are. And yeah, I, I think being a Christian is so much fun. I, I truly love being a Christian. You know, as you're talking, I'm remembering us again. My husband got saved a couple of years after mm. we did. And we would go through all his clothes oh. and anoint them with oil. Oh. <laughs> and when he was sleeping, yeah. I would anoint his forehead with oil. And he would wake up on, I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I like greasy. <laughs> <laughs> we would stick little scriptures in his shoes and everywhere oh. he'd be like what is happening <laughs> oh i love that god, god, god heard them. i love so that yes <laughs> I mean, oh that's it, amazing it's wonderful um you know it was worth it was worth um Going through the hard to get to the good because we never took anything for granted yeah. and we still yeah. do, you yeah. know, Amen. and we really want our, our, the, my grandchildren, Missy's yeah. children and Michael's children yeah. to know that, Hey, we didn't always have it this easy. We, we lived in this house without doorknobs on the doors and without mm-hmm. walls being painted. We mm-hmm. had folding chairs in the den for years and it wasn't just mm. folding chairs it was it was that lawn furniture with the weave you know yeah <laughs> the ones you so, fall through <laughs> so you know god has just taken our lives in and done a miracle i mean mm. our family is truly truly a miracle yeah and as nervous as i am to do a podcast or speak you know i have I have been so blessed. I told God I would I would shout it from the rooftops. You know, I don't shout real well, but I would do it. Oh. <laughs> you know, and I think and that gives courage to the kids because they're going to face trials. We all are. I mean, we we still right. face them today. That's right. But you have a foundation, and that's why I feel that transparency again is so important because you're building on foundation upon brick upon bricks, that's testimony right. after testimony. That's why we, we have to share with them. That's right. You know, That's right. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. You know, I, I keep hearing the Holy Spirit prompt me to encourage the listener who does not relate to what you're sharing. I still feel like there are, there are listeners that are going, I feel like I'm taking notes. I have no idea how to do this, but mm-hmm. Angel did not come from a background where this was so natural to her. That's right. And it's the difference of when we surrender our lives to Christ and then a step further, when we submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ in our lives and we are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, he is the initiator of the change. And so the, the father's just really stressing to me, encourage the one who says, I don't even know where to begin. So here's my word to that listener. Go back and listen again with your journal and a pen and write down some of the, the thoughts that you are coming to you because this, your story would be unique, but, but you do not have to repeat a cycle of generational strife. It can stop with you. 
Missy, I think you wanted to say something. So that it just reminds me of that scripture in Isaiah 50, verse four, where if if you feel like I don't even know how to teach this to my kids because I don't know how to learn it myself, it says that the Lord Yahweh will equip you. He will equip you with an anointed and skillful tongue to be able to teach and to know how to give a timely word to the mm-hmm. weary. And it says, like he promises morning by morning, he'll awaken your heart and that he will open your ear to hear his voice so that you know how to teach. To me as a mom who doesn't know, like, I don't know how to, I don't, he prom like that's his promise. So I go to, I go to Isaiah 50 verse four and hold him to his promise that yep. he says he'll teach you what to teach and he'll open your ear to hear his Amen. voice. If you will. Amen. Yeah. yeah, that's good. All right. So we need to ask you what, that has to be a very quick quick question, a real quick answer. Cause I think we could do another six hours on this topic, actually. <laughs> um, best piece of wisdom as a mom, right? Best piece of wisdom, Missy go. Mine is based on Deuteronomy six to, you know, like Jesus said, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and mom, as all your soul, mom, all your strength as a mom, you know, with all your being, and then um, teach your kids to do the same. I'd say, you know, as you're doing that, just walk humbly with your kids. Um, let them know that you're still on your faith journey. You're still growing more in love with Jesus and depending on his Holy Spirit every day. Amen. All right. That's good. Amen. Angel. Yep. Yep. I, I, I agree with that, Missy, you know, and walking the walk is really important because your kids are watching you mm-hmm. and talking the talk is good. But the walk is really, really important. Yep. Um, also, we, we need to really, really tell our children that we have a good, good father. He's not like anybody else. He's a yeah. good, good father. And if there's anything good that he can give you, he will. He will hold back what's bad, but he will give you the what is good. Amen. You have to strive for his perfect will, though, and not his permissive will. Amen. So um, intercessory prayer is right up there with the best gift you can give your kids too. Amen. And also um, what's worked for me is making your family your number one ministry. Mm-hmm. Yep, man. Amen. Okay. This is a re-lesson for people who um, didn't get all, didn't catch all this the first time around. That's for sure. Angel, I just want to tell you something you did a bang up job for your first yeah, podcast. Amen. Thank you, Angel. You can take a deep breath. We're so proud of you. We're so proud Thank of you for you. letting me read. <laughs> <laughs> when you took me off the reading, I, I don't know. <laughs> transparency. It's all about transparency. Oh, this has been so much fun. So listen, gang, the next spot, the next podcast that's coming out is a, a dear friend of mine, Sandy Smith. Uh, and her daughter, Hannah, she has, I've known, I've known her since my early twenties and she has four daughters and talk about a life where God let her start afresh with the family that he gave her. And, um, I think it's going to be a great piggy tail on the top, on the back end of what you guys have shared today. So my goodness, share this uh, podcast. If you, you have some friends in your lives who really are struggling in some of those mom, children, dynamics, mom, daughter relationships. I think there's so much richness here 
that that we need to take away. We know we need to take some lessons and walk away with it. So guys, thank you so much. Really, thank you from the bottom thank of our you. hearts, right, Laura? Yeah, love thank you, guys. you, thank you, thank love you. you. Love you too and so much. You. We appreciate you doing life with you. So um beyond the building family, we just appreciate you hanging here with two podcasts because this was so much meaty stuff. There's no way we wanted to edit any of it out. Thanks for joining us today. God bless you. We'll see you in a week. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.